podcast for hairdressers. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Just Jay-Z. It's Just Jesse. So today I am alone once again. Stu is in Alabama visiting his family for Thanksgiving, which I'm so happy about for him because he has not been home in like a year. So because of COVID, he was, you know, having to cancel some of the trips he had planned. And I know he's missing his family a lot. So I'm really happy for him, even though I miss him, that he'll be back next week. So it's fine. Um, So I'm going to do a little podcast for you guys this week. And I just kind of wanted to talk about how to stand out on social media. I get this question a lot. And so I figured it would be a really good podcast topic because I do have a lot to say about it. I've built my business on social media and I feel like something like this is kind of hard to condense down into an Instagram post. So I figured the podcast would be the perfect place to talk about it. So we're just going to dive right in. Um, So I wanted to talk about standing out on social media, how to make yourself look unique, how to make your personality come through through your Instagram page, and how to build a clientele or build a career through Instagram. So I came up with five things that I feel you need to do to be able to achieve this. And um, I think it's important to also talk about how you know social media marketing is not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not possible to go up to thousands and thousands of followers overnight. You're not going to gain a million new clients overnight. This is all stuff that takes a while. You have to be patient and you have to be consistent. So I will touch on that on one of these um, numbers that I go over, but I just kind of wanted to throw that out there because doing this does take time and patience. So first little tip I have is post for the job you want. This is really important because Instagram can be used for so many different things. And especially nowadays with our industry, uh, going to hair school and being a stylist doesn't just mean you're going to work behind the chair your whole life. There are so many different facets to our industry now, and there are a lot of different things you can do as a hairdresser. Um, you know, I'm a good example of that, I guess. I'm a hairdresser. I own a business. I teach. You know, I have education. There's a lot of different things that I do, and doing hair school kind of was my launching pad to do all of that. So why it's important to post for the job you want is you want to make sure that your Instagram and your social media is attracting what you're wanting out of your career. So for example, if you are trying to build a clientele through Instagram, you want to attract the clients that you want in your chair. Obviously, when you're new, you're going to take anything you can get, but as you start growing your Instagram and you know getting referrals off of your current clients, you want to make sure that you are building what you're passionate about. So if you're wanting to focus on color, that's what you're going to post about. If you want to do fashion colors, you're going to become a fashion color expert and your page is going to focus on that. That's why I kind of focused my page on blonding and extensions to start off because that was really my biggest passion and what I enjoyed doing the most of. And it's kind of why I was able to build a platform centered around those things and then start an education business and an extension business um, that kind of goes hand in hand together. So I think it's important to make sure that you're posting for your specific audience. And on the other hand, if you're wanting your Instagram to be targeted more towards brands, like you're wanting to be an influencer or you're wanting to educate or work with companies in the hair industry or even whatever industry you're in, you want to post kind of regarding um, those people. So you want to speak to that audience. You want to be educational in your posts. You want to, you know, talk about the things that you think those people would want to hear. And if you're posting to build a clientele, you're going to be posting for what your clients want to hear and what they want to see. If you're wanting to be an educator, you're going to base your posts more about what other stylists 
just want to see. And if you're wanting to reach out to brands and kind of build yourself that way, you're going to be targeting your post towards them. So I think it's important to kind of sit down and evaluate your goals, try to figure out what you want to do with your Instagram, what you're trying to achieve and what you're trying to build, and just make sure that all of your content is targeted towards the audience that you're wanting to attract. All right. My second tip is be consistent. This is the tip that I'm probably the most passionate about because like I said, I get this question a lot. People always ask me how to build on Instagram and YouTube and, you know, kind of become someone that has a following on social media. And my number one tip is always be consistent. And I've seen so many times people that ask this advice, they start a channel or they start posting on Instagram. And then after, you know, a few weeks or a month of it, they just, you know, fall off and they don't post again for a while. And then they try to come back. And I know that it gets hard. Having an Instagram or a YouTube or anything like that is honestly like another full-time job. You have to plan content. You have to think of captions. You have to be creative. You have to engage your audience and you have to make sure that what you're posting is what people want to see. And that can be really difficult, especially because Instagram and YouTube have both blown up over the last few years and it's competitive. There are a lot of people in the beauty industry on these platforms and it's really hard to make yourself stand out. So if you are not being consistent, you are going to just drop off everyone's radar. For example, with Instagram's algorithms, if you are not being consistent, they're going to push your feed down to the bottom and you're not going to be seen as much because Instagram doesn't take you seriously as someone who's posting avidly. So you want to make sure that you're consistent so that Instagram and YouTube is you know pushing your videos and your posts and making you seen by people, but also because your followers are not going to be interested in you if you post once a month and then drop off and then come back when it's convenient for you. You want to make sure that you're constantly there for them so they know what to expect and they know to look forward to your posts. I think I saw something uh, once that said, if someone sees something three times, it's like going to register in their head. So for example, if you're trying to build a clientele on Instagram and you post three times in a row, not in the same day, but like consistently, and someone seeing that post day after day or week after week, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I keep seeing this girl's work. Let me book with her. You know, I keep seeing it pop up. So if they just see your work once and they're like, oh, that's pretty. And then they never see it again. They're not going to remember you. So If you're wanting to build any type of platform, being consistent is the biggest thing. And that was something I had to learn because when I first started my channel, I didn't realize going into it how time consuming it was going to be to film content and come up with creative ideas and also edit. I remember spending night after night editing, staying up till 2, 3 a.m. just to make sure I got a video out the next day. And I'm pretty proud that I've actually stuck to a really consistent schedule the last four years that I've been on YouTube. Um, Sometimes it's been once a week. Other times it's twice, sometimes it's three times a week. As of right now, I'm doing three times a week and it's hard, but it's worth it. But when I was first beginning, I just grinded it out and I just didn't ever give myself an excuse to not post a video. Even if I was going out of town or it was a holiday, I always made sure it had a video going up. And I think that's really what helped grow my channel and led to me having a really um, engaged audience that's been really loyal to me. So that's been a huge thing is just being consistent, even when you feel like you don't have time or you don't have ideas. You just have to push through because consistency is key in building any type of platform online. All right, tip number three is be creative. This one can be kind of hard because like I said, Instagram and YouTube are so competitive now and everyone's coming up with really cool video ideas and really unique content and it can be so hard to keep up. 
And honestly, there are so many hairdressers on Instagram right now that it can get kind of boring if you're just posting photos of the back of someone's head time after time. You've got to be creative. You've got to spice it up and you have to give people different types of content that's going to keep them interested in your page. So it's not the same thing every time they look at what you're posting. So just, you know, take a little bit of time. I always recommend taking like 30 minutes out of your week to plan your content for that week. So that means coming up with ideas of what you're going to post, the captions, getting that laid out, making sure your feed's going to look good with what you're posting. There's different apps for that. Um, I use Canva and that's a really good website for creating YouTube thumbnails and Instagram stories and it helps you plan your content. That's been my go-to lately, but there's also apps you can download on your phone that are actually specifically made for planning your content and those really help because you can upload your posts and choose when they go live. Um, also just making time to like take photos, whether it's a client or you're doing photos of you or a product, making sure that you just take that time to get a few good shots is going to be really important. I know that taking photos of clients can be so hard. You're in the salon, you're rushing, especially if you have like a full day, it can be hard to take three minutes out of your day to take photos. But trust me, that is so important and it's going to help you in the long run. So just remember to always take photos, be creative and just plan your content like it's your job. A lot of times it can be hard to go from a long day at work to going home and then being on your phone and, you know, still working while you're at home. So I always say that after a long salon day, take, you know, those 30 minutes while you're still in the salon to brainstorm your content for that week, plan it all out, make sure you have captions and you know when you're going to be posting because days and times to post are all actually really important too. And becoming a business profile is important because it shows you your insights and when's best for you to post and what people are seeing and how engaging your posts are. So doing that while you're at work is going to help you kind of stay in that work mindset so that you don't forget when you go home and then you're also able to kind of leave it at work. Um, but yeah, becoming a business profile is going to help with that because you'll know when to post and you can plan it out, out a lot easier. But I always just say make sure that if you're wanting to build a platform in any type of capacity that you are making sure you're planning your content out. You really do have to treat it like a job because if you're wanting to build any type of platform online, it's going to take hard work. It's going to take consistency and brain power. Um, I run, let's see, five different accounts right now for my business. So I have my personal, um, I have my hair page, my extension and salon page, my education page, and my clothing boutique. And I do all the posting for all of them. And it can get so hard, you guys, to post every day on all of those. Be creative and think of captions that people think are in, you know, intriguing and content that's what people want to see. It can be a lot sometimes. So it does help that I'm passionate about everything I'm posting about. On my personal page, it's a lot of like lifestyle, motherhood, fashion, things like that. And then obviously the other accounts are more hair focused. And then the boutique has a lot of clothes, accessories, stuff like that. And I love everything I post about and I love what I do. And it does help to be passionate about it because then you're going to be excited about what you have to share with people and what you're posting. I remember first starting out in the salon and I was always so excited to like post the transformations and it made it so fun for me to do these transformations and get amazing photos and post them. Like that was my favorite thing ever. So it kind of goes back to like posting for the audience you want to build and the job you want. Uh, you want to make sure that you're passionate about what you're doing so that your posts come across as genuine and you know that people can tell you're excited to be there and showing up for them. So being creative is really important and it can be hard, but just take some time every week to plan out your content so that it never grows stale. 
All right, and to go hand in hand with that, mix up your content. This is important because like I said, it can get really boring if all your feed is is the back of someone's head every time you post, right? Of course, we all love seeing those gorgeous hair colors, but you want to make sure that whoever you're posting for gets really inspired by your content. Maybe they learn a little something. Maybe they're seeing something unique that they never seen before. And that is the case whether you're posting as an educator or as a stylist trying to attract clients. If you're trying to attract clients, posting your work is obviously the most important thing, but also post about like client hair care and what to expect when you get extensions for the first time or the shampoos you like to use. Make sure you're educating your clients so that they know what they're getting when they come to you. They're going to be going to a stylist who knows what they're talking about and who's going to educate them really well on their hair and what's best for it. And you know, if you're wanting to be an educator or work with brands, you're going to want to post content that's geared towards that and you're going to want to mix it up and also post your work. but then also post things that shows you can be an educator, you know? So you just want to make sure that it's not constantly the same thing on your page. It needs to be a little bit of both. For example, I think mixing in a little bit of your personal life is always beneficial when it comes to a hair page. I feel like the people that I follow in the hair industry that I'm most connected to are people that post their work, their educators, you know, they're teaching me things. But at the same time, I know what they look like. I know who they are. I see a little behind the scenes of their life. I love that. I have a separate personal page and a separate hair page, but I do feel like on my hair page, people still know who I am. And I think it's been really beneficial in building my brand because I'm Jesse from Jay-Z Styles. I feel like people kind of associate my face with the company and that's been awesome for growing my platform. So I think it's important to kind of make it known who you are. I actually follow a lot of hairdressers that I wouldn't even be able to pick them out of a crowd, but I love their Instagram and that's great, but I don't get as excited about their stuff because I don't feel personally connected to them. Also, that helps when you're trying to build a clientele as well, because if a client's booking with you off of Instagram and they've never met you before, it's really helpful for them to know what you look like, see a little bit of your personality so that when they come into the salon for the first time, they're excited to meet the person behind the Instagram page and they're a little more comfortable because they know who to look for. Um, It can also be helpful to post photos of your workspace so people know what they're getting into. This could help attract your clientele because the vibe you give off is going to be important in attracting the right type of client tell for you. I feel like in our industry, there can be a lot of competition. And I think it's so silly because there's so many heads to go around. And I do feel like every person's going to attract the exact right amount of clientele for them and the perfect clientele for them. Who I attract might be different than a hairdresser up the street. And that's totally fine. And that's the beauty of being able to be yourself on Instagram and attract the clients that are wanting to come to you because of that. So I think it's important to be yourself and show up on Instagram as you are. And also, I think that, you know, a lot of times we want our feeds to look so perfect, you know, picture perfect. We want it to look, you know, amazing. And it's all the highlight reels. And I love that. And I try to do that too. But I love that Instagram has stories because I feel like that's where you can kind of dig into like the real behind the scenes. People can see your personality a little bit more. It's the nitty gritty stuff. Um, You know, show your day behind the scenes, mixing up, applying, things like that. There are so many times I jump onto stories with no makeup on and I'm just talking and I feel like that's actually when I get the most engagement of people messaging me back and starting conversations. So mixing up your content in that way can help too because you really want to be personable on your Instagram page so people know who you are. 
And this also goes hand in hand with my last one, which is be you. I think it can be really easy to get caught up in Instagram and social media and thinking you have to be a certain way. You have to dress this way or look this way or act this way or do hair this way. We're always comparing ourselves to other people. And that can be really hard, whether it's in you know your personal life that you're comparing or your work life. I've done it. I still do it. Honestly, guys, like I have this platform, I have this business, but there's still so much that I want to achieve. And, you know, I still have so much to do growth wise with numbers and my social media platforms. I still want to grow. So someone may be looking at me and think like, oh my gosh, I wish I could do what she's doing, but they don't know that I look at other people and I think the same thing. Like, to be honest, I don't get a ton of like brand deals with hair um, brands. Like I've worked with Framar and Olaplex and Joyco and Fanola and they're all my class sponsors, but I feel like other um, hairdressers get a lot of opportunity where they're like going and doing photo shoots and, you know, going places and doing things. And I don't really get that a ton. Sorry, you can hear Jagger in the background, guys. He's just wanting to be on the podcast. Um, But yeah, I feel like I don't get opportunities like that a whole ton. And sometimes I kind of beat myself up. Like, am I not doing enough? But then I have to sit back and be like, okay, I've kind of built my platform around myself and my own business. And I've kind of decided to take it into my own hands and start my own channel, do my own podcast, create my own salon and my own business. And because of that, I think it does isolate me a little bit from working with other brands because I have come out with so many things that could, I guess, be considered competitive. Um, so yeah, I, I get a little down about that, but then I, I, on the other hand, I'm just grateful for what I have because I've worked so hard to build it. And I know that where I'm at could be someone else's goals. So it's important to remember that being you is enough and who you are is more than enough. You know, you don't want to come onto Instagram and try to copy someone else's style or the way they talk or the way they do things just because you think it's popular and it's going to get you followers because people can see through that. I really enjoy following people who are genuine. I can tell that that's just who they are. And, you know, I, I just feel like you're going to do a lot better in the long run if you're true to who you are, because if you're going to try to change yourself just to grow a following, it's never going to be sincere. And it's honestly probably going to be something you end up resenting because you're having to kind of keep that act up. So being you is really important. And I feel like that's the only way to be able to grow a genuine following and connect with your followers on a real level. All right. Those are my five tips for being genuine on Instagram, for standing out and for making all of your content appear amazing. I could go on and on about this subject. I feel like with each one of them, I was just wanting to keep rambling, but I didn't want this podcast to be too long. This is kind of a quicker episode since I'm alone. Um, But if you guys have any other suggestions on this topic, please feel free to message me on Instagram. I would love to talk about it. And maybe I can do a little coffee with Jesse about this. Um, So let's do peaks and pits, even though I'm alone. All right, let's talk peaks and pits. I would say that my pit for the week was probably, honestly, all of my nannies and babysitters and assistants were out of town this week. I have like a few different people that help watch Jagger. I have two assistants that I usually have here like all the time and they were all gone this week for Thanksgiving, which I'm so happy that they all got a break and got to go see family and stuff. But I was still working this week. It's Wednesday, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. And it was just hard because I was alone for the first time in forever. So that was a little different. Just I've gotten really reliant on the people I have work for me and I am so blessed to have such amazing help. So my pit was having all of them gone. And then my peak of the week is that it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. When you guys are listening to this, it'll already be passed, but I'm just really thankful for everything I have in my life. And 
thankful for, you know, this time of year because it reminds us of what we do have. And with 2020 being so hard on so many people, this time of year is just the time to focus on the good and what we do have. And I'm just super grateful for that. So my peak is that this weekend I can slow down a little bit, spend time with friends and family and really reflect on the good. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at jayzstyles.co. My personal Instagram is just jessie with four eyes and my hair Instagram is jayzy.styles. All of that plus Stu's Instagram will be in the show notes, so make sure to check it out. Um, follow us on social media. We always love talking to you guys and engaging in conversation and also let us know what you guys would like to hear about on future podcast episodes. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I'll catch you next week. Thank you.